Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Welcome back to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the Supercoach Brain, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, the Supercoach Matrix, and, and we're here to talk about the Cronulla Sharks NRL Supercoach. Uh, team preview, mate. Uh, a pretty exciting team and, and did pretty well last year. Uh, what are your thoughts on how the Sharks go this year? I think they're a fantastic football team. Um, I'm excited to watch them play football. Um, I'm not super excited, as we'll find out, to... Yeah, watch them play Supercoach. So, so uh, I'm a little bit on the same page with you there. Uh, you know, there, there are a couple of good options that we'll talk through, but I think there are definitely some fades from this uh, from this side based on price. So, um, I guess getting through that that lineup again, you know, we've got Will Kennedy at fullback. Um, personally, I'm not looking at him at all. Um, is he on, in your sights at all, Maddie? Or nah, I just find him at an awkward price. Uh, good footballer. Um, not a great super coach player, so yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, so on the wings, we've got Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Mulatalo. These guys, are, their, their whole backline essentially is very similar to what it was last year. Um, the two guys that I want to mention are the two centers. Now we've got Jesse Ramian on the right, and we've got uh, Sifatalakai on the left. Now they're around the same price at about six hundred and eighteen and six thirty-five. Um, very similar average, fifty-eight to sixty. Um, Matty, did you get burnt by Talakai last year? Did you pick him up in round eight exactly like I did and uh, never see another good score out of him for the rest of the season? Mate, never seen a good st- score from him last year. I'll never see a score from him ever again. I will never own Sifa Talakai <laughs> ever again. I don't care if he drops to 400K. <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm off him. Yeah, he's my uh, he's my bust this year uh, for for the Sharks. I, I think that he is severely overpriced for his role. Uh, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. We know what he can do. He's just not going to get. I don't feel like he's going to get the opportunity to be able to do that. I think teams clued onto him very quickly when they realised and they just doubled him. Um, you know, and it created opportunities either side of him. But it's definitely not. Yeah, they're very aware of what he can do now, and I think they they game plan for that pretty well. Um, I don't know who the other has guy. worse. I don't know who has worse nightmares. Sorry, mate. I don't know who has worse nightmares. Morgan Harper or the people that added him in round eight. 
I'm going to argue that uh, the people that added him in round eight feel worse. And we know how bad Morgan Harper felt after that for a while. Mate, his um, face was on the back wouldn't... of his eyelids, I reckon, as he closed his eyes. <laughs> yes, tough, real tough. We've got to feel for the bloke. But, um, mate, the other guy I'm, I'm kind of interested in, and he fits into my smoky category for the Sharks, is Jesse Ramian. Um, you know, he's at, he's at, again, that 618K. Um, priced at a 58. Now, I feel like this is a guy that could be a 65 to 70 average kind of player with the with the work rate that he has. The guy can bust tackles. He can fend no problem. Takes a lot of runs. Um, it's just a matter of whether he's going to get early ball. Um, I think with Nico Hines loves to go left, um, finds himself roving over to the left side of the field a lot of the time, which is why obviously Talakai and, and Mulatalo on the left had such a great year. Um, so, but I think Ramian probably found himself on the wrong side of the ball um, a little bit. But I think if they can get him involved, he's a very, very good player uh, and a guy that people probably aren't thinking about. So it's a bit of pod territory at the moment, I think, with Ramian. Um, is he somebody that you'd consider at some point during the season? Yeah, look, at some point during the season, I think he's a better option than Talakai, obviously, at that price. Like, you know, Talakai had a night where he got 160 in in one half and Jesse Ramian averaged the same as him throughout the year. Um, better base. Um, yeah, look, I'm never going to say never. Um, I'm not looking at him to start the year though. Yeah. And I think someone else that we're not looking at this year, I can probably speak on behalf of you is Matt Moylan. I mean, 50 average at 528, awkward price. Um, we know what he can do, but it's just, he's not really super coach relevant um, these days with, with his role in that shark side. Not at the moment. I think you're going to look to go um, go a lot cheaper or just get up to the premium price uh, to your blokes like uh, like his half's partner. Yeah, that's right. His, uh, his half's partner, old Nico Hines. We've got a little bit of a um, sound bite for Nico Hines. The man <laughs> with the greatest hair in the oh, history of the world. Um, he could be the sexiest player in the NRL. Um, I'm not gay, but I'm swaying. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't judge you at all. Um, <laughs> I think with Nico, second most expensive behind Pappenhausen, 902,000, 85.8 average, most points scored for the whole season. Um, you've got a, you got a pretty big take uh, about how he's going to go this year as well, Matty. Yeah, look, I um I genuinely think he's going to go back-to-back as the um as the best player in Supercoach. Um, with another year of experience, I hope that he pushes pushes past the mill. I, if I can afford him, I'll get him on my team. I think he can cover that 85 average. Um, look, running down this team, nothing's changed from last year. Um, he was fantastic. He's going to have another year under his belt. Um, he's got all these great players, these great finishes. Like, I'd bag out Talakai, but if I was a coach, I'd be very happy with him in my centres. Um, and, yeah, Nico just roams around the park. He's exciting. He's just one of those blokes that you can see with 40 points, um, you know, heading into the 70th minute. And he can finish on 100. Um, he's exciting. I love watching him. I love having him in my team. I love putting the uh, putting the VC or the, or the center badge on him. Absolutely. I think um, he's one of those guys that just accumulates super coach points for fun. You know, the, everyone talks about where unicorn points come from and just, he just gets insane upgrades and, and scores that are missed throughout the game. So you look overnight and he's upgraded 20 points and you think, where, where does that even come from? Uh, he didn't even have an amazing game and he scored 110. So yeah. um, it, I, I think a bit of a bit of a tricky one for me, but I mean, you've got to make a decision. Are you going to run with Cleary and Hines and have 1.7 mil in the halves? Uh, or are you going to fade one of them? 
Now, I feel much more comfortable fading Nico than I do Cleary. And that's probably the way that I'm going to go at the moment um, to free up cash, which uh, don't get me wrong, it's a risky play, but I feel like I feel like Nico. Now, I guess this is one to consider. I mentioned on Twitter the other day. Um, so Nico against top eight teams last year averaged 63 points per game against top eight teams, and he, and his season average was 85. So he's obviously averaged nearly over 100 against bottom eight teams. So he's a bit of a flat track bully, Nico Hines. Um, so. One thing to consider is that the Sharks play three top eight teams from last year in the first three rounds. So do you fade Nico early to get to that first price drop and then pick him up at a bit of a discount? Uh, it's worth considering. Is that something that you're thinking about doing yourself? Yeah, I am looking at it because I am looking at Cleary and I am looking at upgrading some other positions. And I think I'll work my way into Cleary um, due to that draw. But... Honestly, he's a guy, if you don't have him in your sights, if you don't have him in your team, you're going to regret it. Yep. Yeah, you're going to have to get him in at some point. Um, it's just a matter of timing it well or, or taking the risk and hopefully it pays off and his price drops and he has a few quiet games to start the season. You pick him up at 700K and you're laughing. Uh, oh, that's but he could also end up one. He could end up end up one point one mil in the first three four rounds, and you're in some big trouble. And you're chasing trying to find the cash to get him in. So it's, yeah. it is a risky play, but could be worth doing. So yeah, um, we'll see how we um, go. As we step into the forward pack, um, I think it's important to note that they lost uh, Aiden Tolman and uh, and Andrew Fafita. Um, do you think that'll give any opportunity to to anyone in that forward pack? I think maybe Braden Hamlin Ueli would slot into that prop role into the ten jersey. I feel like he might be the one that gets that opportunity with um, with Tolman uh, going. Uh, to be honest, with Fafita going, I mean he barely played more than twenty minutes off the bench last year anyway. So someone just slots onto that bench, and they've just signed Oregon Kafusi as well uh, from Parramatta. So I would assume that Kafusi is the one that comes in onto that bench, um, and then. With Hamlin Ueli going into the starting prop position, I, I think that's probably how they line up. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, my cheapie is actually Hamlin Ueli, um, but it's got a bit of a question mark against it. It depends who gets the nod. It depends who's playing the most amount of minutes between those guys. And he's not cheap. He's 780K, which is a bit of a – oh, sorry, 380K, which is a bit of an awkward price. But there's no real cheapies in this team. Um, there's no bottom dollar players. They're bringing back everybody they've come, they've had, and that's why I think Nico will go so well. Um, there's there's no real changes. They were great last year. They'll be great again this year. Um, but I think whoever gets the most amount of minutes between uh, Hamlin Ueli and Kafusi, um, yeah, you can get a bit of value out of them. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um you know, and then obviously you've got your, your second rowers in Britain Nakora, who's been there last year, sixty-one average, six fifty k. Probably not a guy I'll look at, but he's a you know great player, just probably priced awkwardly, uh, too awkwardly to start. But the but the other guy I am looking at and I'm seriously considering is Teague Wilton uh, at four hundred ninety-three thousand. Um, the poor bloke was caught on the bench behind uh, our mate Wade Graham last year for the majority of the season, and, and when he did get an opportunity, he actually played really well. Um, and then obviously when Wade Graham came back from injury, he slotted back into that left edge role, um, which found Wilton essentially back on the bench. Um, now, Wade Graham's come out in preseason and basically said that he, he's starting on the bench this year and that Wilton has basically locked up that left edge second row role. Is he somebody that you look at? Because uh, I'm certainly considering him. Yeah, look, I I wasn't looking at him, and but I didn't realise he'd be so cheap. Like, doing the eye test... Uh, you know, turning on the telly, turning on a Sharks game, you look at Teague Wilton and you're like, what a fantastic football player, uh, much like Nakora. Um, he's 160K cheaper. I think if he gets the minutes, um, Wade Graham, I won't be looking at, even though he's, say, cheaper than Hamlin Ueli, who I considered a cheapie. Um, he's definitely over the hill. I think he's banged up. I think he's got glue hands. Um, yeah, I think Teague Wilton's somebody that you should consider. Uh, even if it is, it is still a bit of an awkward price, though, isn't it, Rainer? Yeah, it is. Four ninety three. I mean, that's not cheap. You wouldn't. That, that's mid range territory. Um, so you've got to be confident that, for me, if Teague Wilton locks up an eighty minute role, he's someone I'm looking at. But his PPM is actually real, not not amazing. It's it's about zero point six to zero point seven. Um, he needs to play 80 minutes. If he's not getting 80 minutes, he's not someone that you'd be worth considering. And obviously there's the risk there that he doesn't play 80 initially. So um, he might be a wait and see. He might be a watch just in the first couple of rounds just to see what that what the minute split looks like at the Sharks because there are a few, uh, uh, I guess, a few smokies or a few things that um, Fitzgibbon could be doing with that lineup. So Yeah, um, I, I think Wilton and, um, and Finucane are a bit of a trap for the casual super coach player, I think they look, they're, they're good football players. And I think when you watch TV, I think they're great. I just, yeah, I'm not sure that they're that good at super coach. There's a difference. Yeah. There's yeah. a difference. Like there's plenty of really good footballers um, that aren't super coach relevant. And I worry that Wilton and Finucane are that. Yeah. Yeah. They do probably fit into that mold and you can see from their price and from their average last year that they weren't, premium super coach players. Um, so no, probably not a consider for me, but you, from from what I can see here, you've got uh, a change that you would make to this lineup that would <laughs> fall into your hands super coach wise. Well, what was that one? Mate, I, I love Cameron McInnes. Uh, he is an absolute workhorse and he is a bloke that is fantastic for super coach owners. Um, yeah. Coming off a of 58 average um if it's given works out that he's the best option um and can slot him into the lineup get him in at lock um you know take 25 minutes off blake braley um yeah 
I'll be watching him all year. I had him for most of last year. Um, I think if there's an injury, he's somebody that I will look to get in almost straight away. Yep. Yeah, he, like you said, he's a workhorse. The guy just makes tackles for fun. He runs for fun. Um, 60 average with minimal opportunity. We've got to remember that he actually spent probably more than half the year off the bench. I mean, he had that little little opportunity where he, he played some minutes uh, and, and got that starting role while Finucane was out. Um, but then he slot back into the bench and probably played 50 minutes, 40 minutes off the bench. So uh, that average is taking into consideration that whole season. So, I mean, when he was starting, he probably averaged closer to 70. Uh, and that's, for me, at that price, that's great. That's that's definitely unders. You'd get a discount on him picking him up for sure. Yeah, at, at one point per minute, um, if he's playing 35, 40 minutes, of course you can't get him. Um, but yeah, if he gets the opportunity, if he's sitting there at 65 due to some injuries, um, due to Fitzgibbon, you know, listening to the podcast, um, yeah, I think I'll be looking at him, so... Yeah, if Fitzy's listening to this and taking advice, <laughs> coaching advice from us, I think he's got some bigger problems on his hands. Um, yeah, look, if you find him outside the eight, he might uh, he might Google it on Apple Podcasts. So. <laughs> don't I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Um, so there's a that I guess in terms of the the rest of the bench, you've got Royce Hunt and Oregon Kafusi that we kind of already mentioned. So I think that rounds out the bench. But I've got a couple of guys here that I, I wanted to mention. One's Matt Ikavalu, who averaged sixty four point eight in five games last season. Um, obviously when he was at the Roosters, great finisher, just limited opportunity. The guy's just stuck behind a couple of guys. And obviously they're not going to change that back line at the Sharks with Mulatalo and Katoa. Um, it wouldn't make sense. But if you see an injury to one of those guys, he could easily slot in Nikavalu and he could be a, a, a not a bad option. Uh, he is underpriced at 545 based on that average. So that's the first guy. And the second guy I want to talk about who could easily challenge Talakai for that left center position if Talakai starts slowly is Connor Tracy. I'm, I'm big on Connor Tracy. I think he's an incredible footballer. I reckon he's a better center than Talakai is. And I feel Oy. like he could easily start in round one to Connor. Uh, Connor Tracy could easily start in round one at left center. Yeah. Um, what would you do with Talakai so, if Connor Tracy played in the centers? Would you just not play him? Or do you think uh, Talakai just could just slot in, be a good second rower, and um, you'd push someone like Wade Graham uh, into the retirement home? Yeah, you're probably using me though. I mean, I think Teague Wilton's probably more um, in a better position, I guess, to start on the on the edge. Um, but I mean, we saw what Talakai did in Origin. So he played multiple positions. They used him up the middle. Um, then they used him on an edge. They, they, he basically used a, a roving forward role in the Origin. So he, he is very versatile. I feel like he would be one of those guys that would come off the bench with an impact uh, and shake the game up through the middle. They could use him in a number of different situations, I think. Um, you can't really go wrong if you start him on an edge. You can't go wrong if you use him off the bench. But I think personally, if it were me, I'd be picking Connor Tracy. Um, he showed 50 average in 12 games. Um, that's unders for sure. Um, so I think there's plenty of opportunity if, if Talakai or if uh, Ramian goes down, you'll see Tracy come straight back in. Uh, and I reckon if he gets a limited or an extended run in this team, he'll be very hard to drop. So I'll be definitely looking at him if any of those guys in the back line go down for sure. Um, and lastly, my cheapie I haven't mentioned yet um, is Kale Eero. Now, this guy, Newtown Jets, uh, last year in the New South Wales Cup, he was actually the New South Wales Cup Player of the Year last year. Um, 14 tries. He was second in line breaks, second in tackle busts, most post-contact meters. So the guy can fend and break a tackle. Um, incredible runner. Very, very talented young fella. 
Um, and I reckon there's a good chance that he could challenge for the number one jersey um, come mid-year. Obviously, it's going to take a while, um, and Will Kennedy gets first crack. But I think there is risk, obviously, with uh, Lockie Miller moving over to Newcastle. It's not confirmed yet, but it's it's close. Um, I feel like that, and Cade Dykes obviously being there as well. There, there's two people there to challenge Will Kennedy for the number one. Um, and I reckon Eero, if he comes in, he's priced, I think, at pretty close to basement price. Um is a, is a great option, a great consideration if you're looking at him. Yeah, excellent. And I think it's one of those wait-and-see situations. If you see him get the opportunity, you know, have a look for a game, have a look for two games, and then um, and then make your decision. Because uh, as we know, price changes only come on your third game. Yeah, that's right. And you, you, the good thing is you get a look. Um, so, And he's also a dual center wing fullback. So that's a consideration as well when you're looking at your team. I think I'd be looking to try and get... Um, if I had two players that I was considering and, and one wasn't a jewel and one was, I think the jewel is definitely a consideration that would probably get them over the line into my team. Gives you a lot more flexibility with trades, a lot more flexibility with lineups each week as well, especially with the weekly buy this year. Um, instead of yep. just the three buy rounds, we've got a team on the buy every single week. So it's worth considering you will have to do a little bit of shuffling and, and having that flexibility is going to be really important. So worth yep. keeping in mind as well for the for the average punter out there. Yeah, and just rounding out the squad, I just want to have a quick chat about Braden Trindle. Um, I bet you didn't yep. think that we'd be talking about Braden Trindle on this podcast. Um, but if there He's is not an on the run sheet, in, that's for sure. If there is an injury in the halves, can I recommend that people do not look at Braden Trindle? Um, you have a look at him in a backup position. He's actually had a lot of opportunity in the past. He's played a lot of NRL games, um, and he gets about. 0.5 ppm um look he is the sharks have obviously spent all their money at the top end they've got some really good football players and they're going to be in a bit of trouble if there's some injuries um i think if trindle's in there just do not look do not look at him 0.5 ppm um if you want to spend 200k and maybe get 30 um he's a guy you can look at um but yeah no, do not under any circumstance, under any trap, if it looks like Nico's out for the year, uh, they will buy someone in. Um, Trindle will play two games until they find him. Um, yeah, do not have him on your team. Agree with that. Yeah, seconded. Absolutely. <laughs> um, mate, that almost pretty much wraps up the Sharks. I think the last thing that we would do is um, predict where they're going to come for the year, mate. What are you, th- what are you thinking for the Sharks? I see them at fifth. I see them at fifth for the year, so. Um, yeah, I have yeah. them at fifth as well. Yeah, much much where they were. I can't see them missing the eight with that much talent unless there's a lot of injuries, um, but I don't see them in the, um, in the top two or three, so. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Um, mate, where can we reach you if uh, we want to chat about Braden Trindle? Where can everybody contact <laughs> you? Yeah, sorry. Sorry if Braden's listening. Um, I'm on Twitter, um, at SC underscore Matrix. And uh, where can we find you, Brainer? Yeah, SuperCoachBrain on Twitter or Brain underscore FS. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy to not chat about Braden Trindle. I'll <laughs> chat about any of the other Sharks players. So um, hit me up. Um, otherwise, uh, that, that just about wraps up our Sharks preview. Um, obviously, we've still got 15 more team previews to come, so uh, make sure to subscribe on YouTube and, and follow all the podcasts. We're on Apple and, and um, Google and Spotify as well, so wherever you're listening, make sure to, to follow along, subscribe, and um, guys, we'll see you next time. All right, thanks, mate. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.